moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. then do stay tuned to our oof I would say it's gonna be an explosion of a conversation a opening a widening and same time a dissolving of what exists in your life in my life and in our life so I'm Eileen Elke the host of the Moving to Oneness podcast. I'm sitting in Germany. It's a wonderful day. The energy outside is very calm. And you all know me there. I speak a lot about the weather and how it is. So I think also this is rather important what we're going to speak about today. And as you know, I go with the flow and I love the same thing about uh, my guest who's sitting in Pennsylvania, US on the East Coast and is gonna bring his little wizardry <laughs> <laughs> to us to support you and all the ones you love to create what you desire. So hello, Mark, how are you? Hello, Mylene. Thank you for having me here today. It's uh, I've been really looking forward to uh, today. <laughs> yeah, you know, the first time we met, we we just connected on this very, I would say, even ancient level where our particles recognized each other. I would I totally agree. It's like um, it's such a, a an uplifting and magical experience when you meet somebody for the first time and you have this immediate comfort level and knowing. Um, so I, I, I love that description of ancient, you know, we, I, I could feel like we have, we've shared many connections and lifetimes in the growing of wisdom and we're here again for another opportunity to share. Yeah. So I believe anyway, there is always um, a reason First of all, why we exist at this time on this beautiful blue planet. And, and I love that you're all in blue. Everyone, <laughs> if you're listening, do take a look at the video as well on uh, the Moving to Oneness YouTube station. Um, it, it's like a painting. It has the coloring of Mark's <laughs> hair and, and skin is reflected in, in, in the shades and next to him. His shirt with the background of his... Um, bookshelf <laughs> yes. and in there it really shows some very interesting thing about I wait I, I just saw that you have a mug a beer mug so there yes. must be the German connection we'll talk you have yes. to share that yes then he has the navigation tool of uh, looking at the stars so I would say you are very in tune with the cosmos and are on regular basis in a scientifically way, exploring what is to be brought right now. And then for your future, everyone, he has his book. He was courageous enough, Mark, to write down his style of bringing the information from the cosmos to you in a, a simple way. And we'll talk about that as well so, yeah but let's start with the german connection of the beer mark because that's an ancient one still with the cap on it yes that um you know that beer stein um you know, came to me from a wedding i was in back you know when my cousin got married and what's in and my my mother's side of the family the um it's a combination of German heritage and, uh, and Irish. Um, and on my father's side of the family is Hungarian, but in the beer Stein, I do like to, 
I spent a lot of time in Germany and the German beers are my favorite style. Uh-huh. But with one of the things inside that beer stein are a number of bottle caps. So when I moved away from home, when I would go back and visit my parents, I would ha- I would have a few different beers that I would try. I would sit. I always love to sit and talk to my dad and have a beer. But I, I would take the bottle caps off and I kept them on the shelf in the garage. And then when my when my father died and uh, and we went to sell the house, I had all these beer caps. I saved them and I put them in that um, in the stein. So I, I when I look at that stein, I always remember the times I spent with my father. Oh, this is a beautiful thing. So what did your father I have? I have to ask, what do you think in what you do right now? What did your father give you along? for well, this uh, journey you are on right now? Great empathy and compassion and service. My father was a very giving uh, man. He he volunteered. He spent so much time just helping others. He volunteered to visit with the sick in the hospital. He loved that role of just being a, he was a great listener and he also was a joke teller. So if you were in his presence, he would always make you feel good. Thank you. For and that. the other part of, uh, as well, the um, the tool there, the, um, the the alignment tool. My father was a surveyor, so that um, uh, surveying tool was given to him by um, an um, an old gentleman who I could remember very um, vaguely when I was young who taught my father how to survey property, right? So if you think about what that tool is, very precisely looking at things and mapping mapping out. So that's an antique tool and it sits there and I love your description of it. And like to be able to think to, you know, we can look at it here, but you could turn it to the, to the stars to, um, and so it, all of the things on the shelf, the particular, the, the Stein and um, and the tool represent for me kind of this also connection to the past, to the future. Uh, very, there's so much to be learned from our ancestors and, um, the, you know, the, the focus they had in a simpler time where, you know, as I was growing up, there wasn't all the distraction of internet or television. So you'd spend time really getting to know people. And part of what I want to bring forward now is getting to know people and helping people get to know themselves Mm -hmm. and really what the power is with inside them. No, I love that. That's beautiful. I think uh, you, um, as I read uh, your book, I was thinking that a few times it is really, uh, what was the word? (laughs) I had a, um, the, 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 you got the nerve of the time so you're hitting a nerve with this because i think there are a lot of people now at the moment saying oh i have thought a lot about myself but what what really is there why i'm really here what is that i don't know right and the connection to everything existing and that was also the reason why i did moving to oneness right to feel that oneness connection to yourself and to others and you bring in in a very beautiful way you have the scientific mindset right i'm more the Mm -hmm. chaotic artistic (laughs) very visual yeah Mm-hmm. And uh, I do have to say, uh, 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 now I have to finish my <laughs> I thought I'll get back to it. So and you're bringing that very beautifully uh, to people to understand you simplified things. And you build up also in a very scientific way. It's like when you learn a very complex thing, you take it step by step. And also reading your book, it felt so easy. It was it it flowed, you know, English is, is not my first language. And I thought it, oh, it was so light, but it's not light. Yeah, because there's really serious uh, wisdom behind it, uh, uh, very much of a thought. And also in your book, then you do ask people to uh, contemplate and to take notes. And that may be a little bit more heavy. I skipped most of that. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. I, but yes. but this is what you did, and I really uh, uh, appreciate that. And that is what is needed—not this complex, heavy feeling. 
but to bring a very clear, simple, or simplified is that it's a better expression, simplified, taking the complex, making it simpler and light. I mean, really light. First of all, of the energy, you made the energy light about reading it and even you know, writing about yourself, oneself and uh, reading it. So that is something about you. I want to learn more about. Uh, share that, please, with me and the audience. Well, the uh, I've spent 30 years um, in the corporate world as a scientist. And the one thing that um, you you're you're hitting on something that's really important to me is for any principle in the world scientific principle if you're a company trying to take the science of your processes and and make your processes better and make money and create new things it it needs to be simplified to a level at which it can be practically applied and understood um so i uh, that is really what my key to success in my in my scientist world has been making those complex things simple and measurable so that it could be applied and, and um, controlled and utilized in the most effective way. So I spent a long time with the, the, the law working on this process to get it down to the simple form. And when it's simple, it enables it to be approached by anybody. So that my, uh, I always, it, it, as a scientist, wanted to be able to talk to if you were in a manufacturing environment, the person on the right at the, on the manufacturing line, they could understand what's going on to the highest levels in the company. So when you can simplify and broaden, then allows there to be this place to apply. So that's always been something that's important to me. From the time I was little, I always wanted to know how yeah, things work. Good. My mother, like I drove my mother crazy. I would never just accept something because I was told. I always want, okay, well, why? I want to figure this out. I want to do that. And so it kind of let, it's, it's no probably surprise that it led me into science. But then there's the part of, okay, when you can understand, one of the things I have great passion for is teaching. So I love to simplify and teach. There's no greater moment than when you see somebody when the lights light bulbs yeah. go off. Oh, I got it. And now I go and they, they can make it their own. And that in the book, what you're feeling is everything about me that I brought to this, right? I brought all aspects to me, my science side, my intuitive side, a lot of this information. I was interconnected into the universe with my guides and divine beings as information flowed and put this together. And it comes out in a way that you mentioned there's a right time and the the universe isn't random things occur we're here for reasons we're all here for reasons and i know that one of the reasons i'm here is to bring this forward because we're in a time of great transition and transformation people reevaluating their priorities as we come out of the pandemic what do they really want right there's a sense of wanting freedom in the in this work life balance well what i'm showing in the journey in the book, one of the things that the reason Takar and I wrote it with parallel with our journeys is so the reader could put themselves in, uh, see this flowing for themselves. I have to show to everyone because <laughs> I started talking before introducing, you see the, the book and behind you, anyway, yes. Mark, but uh, for the ones that are listening, it's called Unleash Your Future. And it is all blue tones and this has this uh, a lightning bolt of white and uh, there's a flying balloon an old-fashioned talking about science there was a beautiful movie <laughs> about the first guy who took up the balloon in paris really really high to measure scientifically uh, uh, the weather and he had also what you have behind i i watched that that, yeah? that movie That's i very cool much movie. yes yes i like that movie and so do take a moment. This is a fantastic read. And uh, Mark and uh, Takara, who's the, if, if I would say, a writer, author coach also Co a little bit, but yeah. also brought her wisdom because those two are friends. So there is really a wonderful mix of wisdom or, and uh, many different touching points. So one doesn't get... Um, not uh, bored, uh, uh, one doesn't give up, 
right? Because there's always yes. something new, an aspect and facet of you, of me, of us that is fed. And we come, you know, to information and absorb and, and learn in different ways. Uh, so it was yeah. important, you know, as I really came to the law and understanding it, my mind and exploring through the scientific method, I also discovered my intuitive, how much I was being intuitively guided. And when I put that all together at the end, the book really flowed out. I think I, I probably have notebooks and notebooks and notebooks full of stuff I was writing, right? That are all in the book. But when I went to put it all together, and I really understood my connection with my guides and, you know, there's a, a guide team on this book. I just sat down and for 30 straight days, it just wrote and it just flowed out from beginning to end. Hmm. Um, and that's when I knew it was at the right level, right? It was um, the power. There's so many great discoveries that occur in the world, but if they, if we can't communicate it to get people to understand and tell it in a story, then it can be lost. And so Takara's energy and perspective and mind together are two different sides, right? She comes much more from the metaphysical intuitive side. And uh, the reader can hear our journeys, which are two different journeys to the same point and see themselves in different ways. So um, I like the fact that you saw that that's what we were doing. So um, it could speak to a broader audience because the message is the same. The law of attraction, it's the law like gravity. So it's a it it's governing to all. And we all can come to it in different ways to understand it. And there's not a right way or a wrong way to do it. Yeah, at the end, there is only one way, you know. Um, and it was interesting. I had to take a note in, in, in one uh, part I thought, oh my God, you know what, what we're looking for is our natural state. If we, well, that's what we're moving back into. So we don't even get lost or out of sync anymore in uh, with the universe. And it becomes automatic because we carry all this knowledge and you uh, uh, showed so beautiful. It's like a reprogramming. I have to Again, I like that the little bit that you're an engineer, right? Reprogramming a program or realigning the codes, they're still the same. At the, if you think at the end, it's the zeros and ones in a computer, but they just have to be a realigned because on purpose, that's my belief, they have been mixed up long, long time ago. And we have once lived in uh, with the knowledge and uh, an easy fun life here on earth and now we're finding our way uh, back to it and it's important that many get it from all different ways from all different kinds of thought processes and even the knowledge right at the end even though the cosmos is beautiful full of stars and we see planets we see star nations we have guides we have nature but also there is an underlying a mathematical system and uh, to get us also closer to it and take away the scariness of it. Yeah, I, I like the mathematical um, view of the world. I think it's the one universal language the, of mathematics that's non-emotional and it, and it guides. And that's why I really wanted to come to a formula. Because if when we talk about a concept, the law of attraction or creating, it can become so big. And then, well, where do I start? But by turning it into some formulas, you can plug into, okay, where I can work on this, right? I can see I can work on this piece. And if I work on a number of pieces, right, I like to talk about it in in the U.S., I'll use the analogy of baseball, but on a global scale, I'll use the, the analogy of football or soccer, as it's known here, in that the game is exactly the same from the first time you step on the pitch to the highest levels to the World Cup. The game is the same. The players who, who come to be this greatness, they work on all of the fundamentals. They practice, they have coaches, they do things. And I think it's the same in manifesting with the law of attraction. Too often, people will come to hear about this and think, oh, it's some kind of, it's this gimmicky magical thing. I'm just going to manifest a million dollars. I'll think about it. 
and it doesn't work that way. That would be the same as you have a six-year-old who walks onto the, the, the pitch, plays the game. Hey, uh, uh, I love this. Now I'm going to go play for the, the highest level professional team in the World Cup or highest national team. It isn't going to happen, right? Because there's a development that needs to occur. So when we can see that we need to develop, but there's a framework and the, the, the formulas and system in the book was to put that framework so you could see where to work and develop your skills and know where, you know, hey, I've done some things in the past. Oh, now I know why it's worked, why it's not. I've spent money here. I've spent time here. So you can put it all together. It's almost like a universal decoder, not a, not a system or a gimmick. Buy, unleash your future. It's the only way. No, it's the, it's the explanation and understanding. And hey, I'd be happy to help coach you and guide you. But there's lots of other good people out there. When you know how it works, you go find a place and the person or people who you resonate with, like what we talked about in the beginning, you and I, when we first met, we had a very strong resonance. Well, that's look for those kind of people in your life, whether they're your people around you, coaches, it's very important because that, then, you know, when you feel it, that you're in the place where there's the most fruitful ground for you to be at that moment. And that can shift through time. You know, we, we, it's like going through school. You have teachers in the early grades, they get you so far and then you just keep on moving. Yeah, and it is also important, you know, that we feel safe. So this is also a topic you were talking about belief. You talked about practicing to observe for what actions you take and when what happens when things change. To start a noon, newness, yeah, we have yep. in a way to look at ourselves. So I have to look at myself. And say, do I want that? Yes. And then, but sometimes it's easy. I can just do it, right? Other times, we I set the intention, I set the focus, and it takes a while. So something within me has to shift. Something in my environment has to shift. It, maybe it's not clear enough yet. And uh, the more safe I feel in my environment, that's why I always speak about our, our environment at home should be our our medicine, so have a, a beautiful place, make it very beautiful for yourself so you feel comfortable. But also for the other person who you're with or who's teaching or you're learning from or practicing or trying out things with, that we feel spatially embraced. So embrace in a way held so that it is easy to try right that you don't feel when you collapse there's no one there for you but if you collapse or even to celebrate later that we're not alone i think this is a very important point that when you do look for someone or some other people that you feel you can be yourself and you can open up fully i totally agree you um when you find the right community I, I think there's a sense of community that that's really helpful, right? You're not only learning from whether it's a teacher, a guide, a coach, but a community of like-minded people at a similar part of their journey. So when I say like-minded, it means that you're, you're focused on being, becoming your best, not that you're following some single pathway. So you're, but you're sharing with each other on your journey, right? So like, I think it's really important to connect people and then, talk about what's working for you and what's not. And that's how you kind of grow your way to this future. But that part about being comfortable, and if you have a coach or a guide who's helping you, they can hold space for you. At times when you don't believe your energy's down, they help lift you up. Mm -hmm. they're, you, they're, they're holding the space so you have the time in, in a safe space so you can explore with help. It's almost like you know you're riding a bike with the training wheels, right? You're riding the bike. And the training wheels are there just to give you that support so you don't have the fear of falling off. And then eventually, I remember when I was teaching my daughters to ride, I had this little bar on the back. So when we took the, the training wheels off, you'd hold the bar and she'd keep my daughters, they keep looking back. You're still there holding. And then you just let go. And they, she goes way over there. And it's like, oh, you're not holding anymore. That's how that, that works. What, what I think is um, today that really can that limits, I think a lot of times people is that we, you've talked about 
you know, years and years back or centuries back, we lived in a simpler time. We didn't have all of these distractions that go on. So we really were more in tune with our power and ourselves. Today, there's so much information at our fingertips, so many things that we can just get this instant gratification, this instant result. Well, that, that's not how it works with these powers that, that we're developing. Right. And so we can get frustrated in all these things. So when we can understand that there's a process and we can be supported through that process and we know what it really is, the result on the other side is so powerful. And the biggest thing I'll say from be- making this the way of life is the stress is just gone because you don't, I don't worry about, oh, this is going to, it's like, no, I, it's here. I'm guiding it. Yes. Will things come your way? You have to deal with. Yes. But what you want to move from is reacting and panicking and doing all these things versus, okay, it's a new situation. I'm still in control. Here's how I'm going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great that you're modeling it because, you know, how did we learn our way to be right now? It is because other people modeled it right in front of us. Our parents, mm-hmm. you were talking about your daughter. If we, we learn a little bit how our parents walk, we take on certain motions, right? That's not... A, uh, uh for nothing people always oh you're just like your mother or you're just like your father right, right? we always hear that in in life but but this is really that we look closely and see what is done so that's the fastest way for a child to learn and it imprints and it we still learn this way we're very visual and observant and many cultures uh, do teach also that uh, way i remember when i did martial arts it's a japanese they have the monkey watch monkey do right they right. let you observe a year sit there and then the kids they can do it <laughs> it's, it's it's amazing so it's a whole uh, different approach and it it, it functions uh, rather fast but i have a question for you i have mm-hmm. one question <laughs> Because you inspire uh, uh, so many, and I know where you're going. You know, I looked <laughs> at your name once, and it was, uh, you know, the bold wizard. And I still, you're gonna be. Uh, this is starts the start of your journey. You're really gonna teach mm-hmm. many, many, many a beautiful uh, uh, wisdom as you move forward. But there's something about you, and I would hope that others could maybe also recognize that uh, within themselves when they have more of that teaching, the wizard, the knowledge, to if it's their role to bring it to others in this world. So you, 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 you said for a second you were always in a certain way, but what makes you do this? Can you remember when you were young, why, or... If you observe your your how your body moves, the way you've been all in your life, why why are you first of all bold? That's one, and why is that deep desire of wizardry within you? I um, I think I've come to to see it as uh, it's a c- accumulation through lifetimes, because there's not a point that I can ever remember where I wasn't. Mm-hmm. bold and where I wasn't always trying to figure things out. There's no point in my life that, that I can remember it being any different. Mm-hmm. So I believe I came here now. What I will say is that that you're seeing this 55 years later after I came to this earth, but the pathway early wasn't easy, right? I didn't have a hard, like we didn't have a lot of money, had a lot of love, I, you know, uh, I, I did well in school, sports, I had lots of friends, but I always knew I was different. I wasn't always, I wasn't interested in the, all the time of the, um, the uh, these distractions of life. Like I was always pondering mysteries. If I was watching television shows, I was watching things like the Twilight Zone, understanding like Rod Serling, who was writing about things that were to come, you know, or I, I used to love this show in search of that was hosted by Leonard Nimoy, who was Mr. Spock in the Star Trek series, always about mysteries. Now, but I could always connect with various people. Like I could connect with all levels. I played sports. I was valid Victorian. I was like, so I was smart. I was athletic, but I had a broad connection, but there were so many places where I never felt like I fit. And I didn't really understand. I didn't feel like I was a misfit, but I also knew that there was something not quite the same and it's taking me all this time and 
as I kind of started working with Takara and moving through and understanding my, this connection, this deep connection to the unseen that I didn't consciously recognize for so long in my life, but it was always there. It was guiding me. I'd make decisions. I would make decisions and do things in the corporate world on a project or, a, hey, I'm, I'm going to take this position. And others would be like, what are you doing? Why are you? Do-? It's like, I just know that that's the thing I should be doing. Right. And I, I didn't consciously attribute it to this deep unseen connection with my guides, but now I see it and bringing it all together and being able to bring it all together in the book. I now really feel like, Oh, I'm finally now understanding me and fully having the courage to step in. But had I not had all those things from the beginning, like this boldness to not worry you know, it's like I like I never cared what people thought about me. And I don't mean that in a way that I would do things to. But if some if I was taking my own path and someone was like thinking I'm weird, or it never it never bothered me. So those things which I feel I brought from prior lifetimes, I needed all the training that I did. My time with my parents who taught me great empathy and service mm-hmm. to my educational training to really hone the way to make complex things simple and to practice teaching it in the known world. Because, you know, what I found was if we think that there are people that struggle to believe in the law of attraction, I found the same struggle with very simple scientific principles in the corporate world where there should be no debate. So what that taught me is there's a human nature factor of bringing in the new. So all of that ground was necessary for me to be at this point. To, to be able to have all the tools to be able to, to bring this to the world. Yeah, so your whole life experience. I, I like that you didn't care. There was a, when I also started my journey, I was uh, listening to the infinite mind. I lived at that time in Atlanta. I don't know if that's now, got 30, almost, yeah, 30 years ago that was. Mm-hmm. And I heard, uh, I forgot his name who hosted that show on NPR. But I remember he spoke about Schumann. I thought, oh, he's talking about a, a German musician. So my uh, my ears opened up, and he said, "Yeah, he was a little uh, um, mal depressive." Or there's another word for but in a little bit depressive. Yeah. But he said the reason it was he went a little down or had a little. I believe now it was not depressive. He just went more in, very internally to to build up more energy again, right? Or or, or think things through. But then when he came out and created and was in his creative mode and wrote beautiful music, he didn't care what others said. And that was so important in that time because they mm-hmm. tore all the new you know, musicians apart when something different uh, was done. And when he went so internally, uh, Schumann, to create and didn't care what others was that is what still leads us, that still inspires us. If you listen to his music now, you know this was music yeah, from the cosmos to lead many generations even now still ahead of us to feel comfort and uh, support. So that is important and you have that within you. Give if there would be now a, a, a young a man, a young a woman somewhere, youth, observing herself, the times are different, right? The energies are also different. What would you tell them to observe or take time to recognize within themselves? I think it's finding where, where's your passion? You know, you mentioned earlier about like the influence that we learn from our parents as, as we grow, mm-hmm. right? Well, that can be very positive if your parents are nourishing you and and encouraging you to explore. But it can be very limiting if your parents are trying to instill in you only a certain way, right? It, it creates a limit, the limiting belief. So if when we're kind of when we're programming the universe, we can only um, manifest what we believe is personally possible for us. So as particularly as a youth, you are being inundated from all sources, your parents, teachers, coaches, mentors, pastors, all of these people who are telling you the way it is. And what I remember from youth is that I would get told things and I said, I, I didn't just accept them because I was told I wanted to figure it out for myself. I think that's really important for the youth of today is to understand 
okay, I'm being told these things and I'm not, I'm not saying discount that, but when you're not in residence and you feel there's something there, go deep for that. What is it that really are you passionate about? Now I have two teenage daughters, um, an 18 year old and a 19 year old to going to be 20 in university. And one of the things that's most gratifying to me is to see them develop into their own strength as a person. What are they passionate about? Being strong to, hey, I'm passionate about this. This is the direction I'm going. Um, so I've, my wife and I have worked really hard to not push them one way or another, but to give them the space to explore. Now, I know not every youth has that, right? They don't have that safe space to explore. But just know that whatever you've been told, and I, I, I talk about this in the book, I call it... Um, identity theft. We have so many people in this world and and when we're young, it's one of the greatest places that this can, or one of the the places that it happens is people steal, can steal your identity by telling you, hey, you're not good at this, or you should be doing that, or there's no money in that career, you should go do that. I mean, like my oldest daughter, from the time she was young, and adults will come just sit and talk to her and tell her their problems. Well, hmm. she's now like I. She's now studying to be, um, you know, uh, a therapist and a counselor. She wants to be a trauma counselor. She's found her like it was very apparent, right? You could see what her purpose here was. She has these natural gifts, but through school, it was a it was more of a struggle for her because the school system's all about science and math and all these things. It's not like the core skills she had were not what was being taught. And what we had to tell her is, look, you, you see the world in different ways, right? So you, she would say, well, early on, I'm not good at math. I said, no, 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 no. You see it differently, right? You, here's how you, you work at it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have as parents, as teachers, as coaches, the opportunities to give. So as, as a, um, a child, it also, or a young person, it also takes a village. My youngest daughter is a swimmer. And within her group of friends, she has this large group of friends. And at, our parents are, are all connected. So it's a village, right? So we'll, 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 I talk to the, to the kids, I've given them the book. So it's like, hey, you're, you're all leaving high school now, going off to college. You want to unleash your future, know that the power lies inside. Beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. So one important thing to know, there is so much we can't fathom yet to happen. Yes. Uh, and to let it come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say also to a youth, with, to add to you, welcome in everything you don't know. And I, see I what it brings to you. Um, not to plan too much. Also to be no way not, not put your foot on yeah to put your foot on when the things you love to do and uh, to speak about it to educate already others early enough and i think the new youth is is uh, doing that much more than our generation mark I right agree. they they share and um, who they are and what they want already and I can recognize also your daughter the healer is in her <laughs> I, I yeah, totally, and, and the yeah. visual and so they're right you're right in in our uh, traditional education that is developed from the military German right. a long time ago 16 something right yeah there is not some space so I that is also one intention for us all to bring into the world that our school systems broaden, widen to invite all children with all their different levels and that it's built out a little bit. And I've seen here and there some interesting people that are rattling these 400 years old structures that's very rich Mm -hmm. (laughs) to change, but it's coming. So I, I love that. And so in the meantime, yeah, for them to go and look for people that have been different and have 
an open heart to take them on at the hand, as you said, or guide them. And your book is a, a beautiful tool or whatever, whatever you do and will do is bringing openness. Because one thing you do, I noticed, um, you see people and you in a way also see where they want to go and you have a way of quietly <laughs> quietly providing that support and that little push right or, or lift from underneath uh, so they can get there this is a beautiful a mark i had to think about that again yeah, Mark. I think uh, Mark. <laughs> I I think everybody just needs sometimes not to be told, but to be uh, listened and provide some direction for them to to really and to really pointing them in the direction they all you you know they already want to go. And I think you you mentioned something there that's important in this bit about you know taking action, but taking this more intuitively guided action, like what mm -hmm. is it that in the place that, that you want to go? And as, as young people, don't be afraid to explore when, you know, it's, uh, you, you see this a lot with teenagers, they know everything there is to know in the world. So if you could just put that aside and know, like, to be open, you know, take that to, to, to learn and also embrace not just what's the scene because too much in the world we okay well prove it to me i need to see it physically well there's much more information in the unseen or as much as there is in the scene and even if you look at some of the great scientists like einstein einstein talked about the importance of intuition and in the unseen right not about just everything being from your your mind so we everybody has their, their strengths, their weaknesses, their lens at which they view the world. And, and whether you're young or old, you're going to continue to have people influencing you. Uh, but always know that you have the power of choice to follow what resonates with you, to follow the direction. And you, you mentioned earlier, it does take courage because you can be um, getting an intuitive feel or direction but not have the courage to go because it may look different. What will people say? People won't understand. And I just encourage everyone to, it doesn't matter. Just follow that. And the other pieces, we, we don't live in, um, in a competitive world. We live in an abundant world. Whatever you do, you, you don't have to feel like, oh, this is going to happen. I'm competing. How is somebody going to view? It's an abundant world. And but getting to this fully that being absorbed and resonating within yourself, you have to take steps in a direction. You may not get there overnight, but just understand that um, there's this place you want to be where you have the, you, you are in charge, you have the power and you can, you can choose to accept or ignore whatever comes into your field. And, but it, what resonates with you at the deep level. And one of the yardsticks I use, does the information feel like love? Or does it feel discordant and negative? And if it's discordant and negative, I just put it off to the side and get it out of my view and follow where the love and the positive energy is. Ah, that's a beautiful uh, tip. Also, sometimes if I say sometimes, because I, I, I feel a lot through the body, the embodiment is for me important. So if it feels light, I also speak about the light, the mm -hmm. light, first of all, of the light, like the sunshine light, the brightness, also the light of weight so if you feel expanded and light do it and if you feel like you're contracting and and it's something pulling together do ask a question um, is it for me to do yes or no then and is it now to do because often it's not the time yet exactly and, right so you can f sense really fast if it's the right thing for you and just do a double question is, is it now the time? And then you can relax again and, and wait for the moment uh, to appear because if it's supposed to be, if it's needed in your life, that's very, very important for everyone. If it's needed, it's going to happen anyway. And if it's needed for you to do what you need to do because you decided to do it, that's right. if you're consciously remembering or not at the moment, uh, then it will happen and it'll put you or uh, you move yourself in that direction that you will do it. Yeah, it's important to have that patience, right? Mm -hmm. Because timing is important. Sometimes or lots of times there are there are 
um, things within ourselves that we need to prepare and be ready for things to unfold. So again, we um, in the world we see commercially everything's about instant gratification, instant this, instant that. Like in too much of the information, even out there in the law of attraction, is do this and you'll get it's easy and instant, and that's not how it works. And so it saddens me when that occurs because I I know that that's um, it's marketed to a feeling that where we'd like it to be, but in reality, that's not how things work for us. Yeah, yeah. Now that doesn't mean that doesn't mean things can't happen quickly. If it's right time, as you said, the right time and you're ready, it can. But that it's not always the case. Yeah. So the one of those reasons. So where do we do create? So we create in the non-material. There is no density so no restriction no nothing it, it's a free-flowing but on our planet here we are in the material world or anywhere the whole universe is material right. so it takes a little time and um yeah the little patience is is nice and if it doesn't happen to enough it's probably a really big project that you started well, it, it, right where the whole world is has to change with you for the thing that you envisioned or set your intention on to happen, where others, you know, where things that are more personal or more close by and not a topic that involves many other, that happens much faster. Yeah, like the book, it took, this is like five plus years in the making and more if you think about all the life experience that I need to bring to, to do it. And, you know, this point about how we create, from this, there's this unseen in the universe, we, everything is energy. And that's why I like to talk about the law and not as the law of attraction, because too often it's like, okay, well, it's like a magnet. You're just like attracts, like, well, opposites attract in science. Like this, the magnet's not attracting something like itself. So the, um, the model of a transformation of energy. So our thought and our, our mental programs with thoughts and feelings and beliefs are unseen energy. We, and we, when we program or reprogram the universe, it goes, that's what we're programming into the law. And then there's a transformation where that unseen becomes the seen in forms of, of matter of our experience, which is just another form of energy. It's just denser and we can see it and feel it, but it, it's all the same. And if we can think about that as the model and get out of the mindset of, well, if I can't see it, it's not real, right? It's only real if I can see it. When you can get out of that and see them all as equally real, that's when you're going to really become the powerful creator that you're meant to be. I love that. That's a really important point, everyone. It is you are here to create. Yes. And you're as important as every other being existing. Any other being in the universe on other planets or star systems or galaxies. You're not less that's important. We've been taught to feel less, right? So others could take power over us. But the times those are over, it is time for you to feel your vastness, your magnitude, your love for yourself, for others and all existing. And Mark is showing that so you can play with energies, you can play with yourself, you can transform, you don't have to be what you are now if you don't want to if you can and you can be whatever you desire and going at it with a lot of love for yourself for others and again for this beautiful planet so mark thank you very much for bringing you know you you i was speaking about the the bluish and the light that is all about you and the book and then the gold you right those are the new colors uh, that are uh, dominant are being transferred also from the starting com communication but for you to speak that truth so blue sits uh, for truth and you're bringing a lot of uh, truth so how can people meet you or connect with you to learn more about you or hear more about your truth that you bring to the World. I think the easiest way um, is to uh, go to our website, which is newscienceofsuccess.com. And there's lots of pages on there. You can uh, blogs. There's the free report that you can. It kind of simply lays out what's in the book, a, a page for the book. Um, there's ways to contact if, uh, you know, if, if you want to connect and have a conversation, um, you can you can reach out to me, to Takara, and you know, I'd love to hear from you. I, 
I love to um, uh, really connect with people. I think it's all about starting a dialogue. So mm-hmm. feel free to go to the website and hit the contact page and connect. And uh, you know, I'm happy to to do it. Um, an introductory conversation to kind of see where you want to go and, you know, help guide if there's something I can do to help or Takara or point you in a direction that will help that, that that's, that, that's what I'd like to do. But if you start at new science of success.com um, and then in the future, there'll be some new things coming. I'm, I'm working towards um, create, doing a summit in the fall where it really kind of brings this all together. So you can kind of see it and feel it and experience it and, and make some decisions around, you know, making a, a committed intentional next step. Yeah. Uh, and I think when we do that and we, we consciously decide and we consciously decide to invest our time and resources, that's when great things can happen. I think so. Yeah. Because then we move ourselves and we're being moved and, and uh, we are, not fixed beings we are right beings that are always moving so this is going to be beautiful so you have beautiful things coming for all of us thank you thank you very much mark uh, for your wisdom and everyone you can also connect with uh, mark on our community moving to oneness facebook group you'll find them there and also there's we can celebrate each other if you need a nudge voice it out right be there if you also desire to hear a certain topic that's also the place to go and uh, let me know or you have a fantastic wisdom that you want to bring to the world so again everyone thank you very much this is Mylene of the moving to oneness podcast goodbye everyone goodbye